Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016, I helped him launch his very first membership. He had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership. In his first launch, he got 130 members, bringing him in about 60,000 in income every year. Now, He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast, episode 127. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello and a very warm welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me as always. As I'm recording these episodes, because I'm doing, I'm batching some episodes at the moment, I've just had a lovely message into my inbox saying how much someone loves the podcast. And honestly, it makes my day. It literally makes every single thing I do worth it because I just love the thought that you're out there listening to this right now and you're getting something from it. So if you're sat there and you've never DM me or you've never tagged me into an Insta story, or if you've never gone and reviewed the podcast, then I urge you, please, please do so. I really, really do appreciate it. Okay, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about launching an online product. And there's a couple of reasons why I want to talk about this. One of the main ones is because obviously while I'm recording this, we are still in some element of lockdown and uh, the pandemic is still very much around. And obviously that has had a massive, massive difference to our lives and our businesses. And during the lockdown, you might have really quickly jumped into action and taken elements of your business online. You might have furloughed and not done anything with the business. And the business that you run today that you've reopened, hopefully by now, if you've had to furlough or if you had to close if it's a physical shop, you might be looking at, okay, what if this happens again? How am I going to protect myself from this going forward? 
Or you might have been one of those people that, like I said, you jumped on it, you immediately started doing stuff online, and now you're thinking, okay, that was fine as a interim solution, but now how am I going to do this properly going forward? Because it gives you another option, and that's what I particularly love about doing the online business, that when it happened, when everything shut down, I could carry on. In fact, anything, I jumped into more action. So for me, it was very much a case of I couldn't have been more grateful for having an online business. I also love the fact that I can do my job anywhere and no one is expecting me to be in a certain place at a certain time and I don't have to deal with that. So for me, having an online business has been so freeing and also amazing because I can help so many more people, people that would never have been able to take my services when we offered it as consultancy or when I offered it as an agency. So there's loads and loads of reasons. These are just a handful of reasons why having an online business is so good. But like I said, I wanted to talk about it today because you might have been floating the idea based on what's happened. And I want to just take you back a bit. Also, you might not have ever even thought about it because you might be sat there thinking, well, I can't for my business. It wouldn't work. And actually, I want to show you today that actually I think it can. And maybe you should consider whether this is something for you. Now, some of you are going to listen to this episode and go, no, not for me. And that's absolutely fine. And some of you, I might open your eyes to a new way of doing business. But I think if anything is going to, the fact that we had a pandemic and the world literally shut overnight is probably enough for most people to go, okay, let's just look at this. So what if you're sat there going, one, I had to jump to action and, and sort of cobble something together. Or two, I really want to be serious about this and think about doing it properly. How are you going to get started? How do you know if this is even a viable thing for you to do? And what are the very first things that you should be thinking about and having conversations with yourself about? And that's what this episode's all about. Okay, so let's start talking about what an online product is. I am not talking so much about selling your product online, as in if you are a physical shop and you have, you know, you sell cards, greetings cards, and you put those online. That's not so much what I'm talking about. I am talking about online products that normally come in the knowledge industry. So the knowledge industry is anybody who can teach or serve from the thing that they know and understand. I don't think that was an exact definition, and I'm sure I probably could have found a better one. But anyway, it just came out at the time. <laughs> so it tends to be things like masterminds, coaching programs, memberships and courses, they tend to be the types of online products that I'm talking about. And like I said, there are lots of you that can do those. I have a great example of someone locally that has a food product that they sell. They sell spices for Indian food. I use them. They're amazing. And she was doing, prior to lockdown, she was doing in-person cookery lessons and doing in-person catering. And obviously lockdown happened and she couldn't do it anymore. So she then started a subscription program for her spices where she would send you a spice or a couple of spices every month and give you a recipe. And I think there's a video alongside it or whatever it is. So, you know, even if you sit there thinking, well, I sell a product that's not going to work for me, she's proof that it can. And it does. So like I said, these are the first things you need to think about. You know, 
Is it something that if you do sell a product, is it something that you could teach? Because there's no reason why in her example, for instance, she couldn't go online and teach people online and have that part of a course or a membership. And you just need to look at some of the celebrities like I know Gordon Ramsay is known worldwide. You know, he has done something. I think it's for Teachable. I can't remember where he teaches you how to cook like him. And it's a it's a course and he sells this course online. So now we're in a world that actually the knowledge industry has opened us up so amazingly that I can learn anything from anywhere, whether it's how to play guitar, whether whether it's, you know, personal development, whether it's baking a cake or learning how to do photography or whatever it might be. The knowledge industry is huge and there's huge potential, not only for me to learn things, but you to earn money for us to sell and promote our our services and our products. So that's the first thing. Like I said, if you sell a physical product, if you do something physically, like maybe you do nails or maybe you're a masseuse or whatever, is there a way that you can go on and teach that online? Now, you might not want to, and that's absolutely fine. Not a problem. But I'm just trying to give you ideas that if you did want to go and do something online, that's where I would start looking. So those are the kind of things I'm talking about. So let's go through. I've got five steps that I want to tell you about that I think you should consider doing before you go down the route of trying to find a platform and working it out and doing all that sort of good stuff. So step number one, I want you to sit and think, what is the transformation? What transformation can you offer someone with an online product? So is the transformation that you're going to give them a new skill. Like I said, it could be teaching a musical instrument. It could be showing me how to use my iPhone better. It could be telling me how to do accounts. Is it going to get them more customers? Is it personal development? Is it going to develop them? Is it going to be, and I've been a member of online coaching programs where I've been part of a group coaching that's helped with personal development. Is it going to make them fitter? Are you a personal trainer and you can take that online? Is it going to teach them to cook? What is it that it's going to do? What is it that your your product or service that you're going to sell online, what's the transformation? So what will, if I have it, what will the transformation be to me? So a great example of this is one of the, well, not the one of the first, the very first interview I ever did on the podcast was Pat Flynn. And he has this amazing story where he was in the legal industry. Now, this is obviously a long time ago, so please excuse me if I get some of the details wrong. Um, And he had had to pass an exam. I'm sure it was law, had to pass an exam. And when he got made redundant, he started helping people by telling them how to pass this exam or telling them, kind of giving them skills and advice about how they could pass this exam. And he started to sell it online. And he did this years and years and years ago. And that was how he started his entry into the knowledge industry and having an online business. Because he passed this exam, he was very good at it, and he just shared his knowledge and other people wanted it. So what's the transformation? So that's the first thing I want you to write down. What is the transformation that you provide in your product or your service that you can sell online. So my transformation is I help businesses market themselves better and get more customers. I help them grow their businesses. So that's the transformation that I offer through my stuff. Okay, number two, who can you make this transformation happen for? So who is your customer is basically what I'm asking. 
Who is the person that this transformation will be brilliant for? Or who is the person that wants this transformation? So obviously for me, mine are business owners. You know, someone who doesn't own their own business is not going to come and join one of my programs or do one of my online things because the whole point is they're aimed at business owners. So who is the person that needs that support? I've got someone who supports mums and has a online sort of personal development membership where she's supporting mums to be better mums. So obviously that is for mums. I've got people who are doing training programs for personal training. And again, they, they help a certain type of person. So I want you to write down who is it for? And I want you to try and do as much detail as possible. I want you to sit there and think, like, if you've got any customers that have bought this thing already or do this thing already, but just not in the guise that we're talking about, maybe it's an in-person thing. Write them down. Think about them. What age are they? Where do they live? What type of person are they? What kind of job do they have? Do they have children? Do they not have children? What's the pain that you're fixing? What is the thing that you are helping them to solve? So the transformation is helping them with that pain. So for instance, if my transformation for my academy is that I help you market your business better and get more customers, the pain of my customers is that they need more customers, is that they want to grow a better business, is that they're overwhelmed. So that's step number two. Who is the transformation for? Who would be the perfect person to have this transformation? Okay, step number three. So we've already talked about what the transformation is. We've talked about who it's for. And now I want you to think, and this is where we go slightly more into the online product itself. How are you going to deliver that thing? Or what is instantly in your head about how you can deliver it? So I want you to think about the different ways of delivering some of the different things I talked about, coaching, masterminds, courses, memberships. I want you to think about how are you going to need to deliver the thing? So for instance, if you are going to do something that's personal development, that is very much around growing someone from where they are at this point, it's going to have to be fairly high touch. You're going to have to know the people that you're talking to. And therefore, you might want to do a small coaching sort of group program that only has 10 people in it. You might not be able to do a membership with thousands of people in it. Whereas if you're teaching something, it might be that you can teach in a one-off course. You only need to do the course once. The information doesn't change and you can put all that together. They can do it in their own time on their own watch. And that's as much as they need from you. And they don't need anything more than your knowledge. So I guess, you know, if it's something where you need to develop, it might be a membership. So for instance, if I talk about, I don't know, learning to play guitar, that might be a membership because it might be, you know, you go in and you need to pick what level you're at or you need to go through things and they can add things every single month or every single week or whatever it is. So for me, the membership for the academy was really important because I knew that one of the best ways I can help people is through answering their questions. And it was no good just saying, here's a course on Instagram or here's a course on Facebook ads or here's a course on creating content, which is all in the academy. And I needed those courses in there. But there was no point in me just giving them the courses because one, they wouldn't know where to start. They wouldn't know whether it was relevant to them. They wouldn't know, you know, should they be on Instagram? And I knew that they'd have questions. So for me, 
I needed that to be a membership more than a course. However, I am in the process of putting together something else. A little bit hesitant to tell you what it is because it's in such early days and I've reviewed it and it can't be a membership. It has to be a course because it literally is. You need everything there ready for them. And it's it's kind of a, a full like start to finish thing. So you don't need the kind of constantly adding of the membership. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about what is it likely to be. And in this same section, I want you to think about what other mechanisms are you going to need to deliver this content? So for instance, if it's a membership, are you going to be doing live videos? Are you going to be doing coaching calls? If it's a course, are you going to be on video or is it going to be worksheets or is it going to be screen recordings? I mean, this is really going to come down to what it is you're trying to get across. So like I said, if you are teaching a cookery lesson, then it probably needs to be you filming yourself cooking it. If you are going to be teaching guitar, then again, I'm probably going to need to see the guitar, but then I might need a download of the music. So I need you to think about what sort of big mechanism does it need to be? I.e., Is it a course or is it a membership? Is it a coaching thing? Is it a mastermind? And then how might you deliver some of that content? So is it going to be a membership that has a monthly coaching call or is it going to be a course that has a Facebook group because you will need to answer some questions afterwards? So have a think about that in step three and see how uh, what kind of comes up there. And this isn't set in stone, by the way. This is really just a brainstorm of, right, if I was going to do this, how might this look? The last thing I want you to be careful of in step three is that you don't try and do too much. Our kind of default position is to go, right, well, I probably need to do uh, a course every other week and then uh, five downloads and then a live and then a coaching call and then a this, this, this. And honestly, I'm exactly the same, but so is everyone else. And we always try and do too much. Too much content isn't always the best way. Like if you could give me something in five words rather than five worksheets, I would rather have it that way because we're short on time. So I don't necessarily want to go through reams and reams and reams of stuff. So don't fall down the trap of, oh, that doesn't look enough value or that doesn't look good enough. Just go with how you feel. Okay. Step Four, this is where I want you to think about what they get, which kind of ties into what I just said. So in step three, you thought about what is it that you or how are you going to deliver it? In step four, I want you to go, OK, how does this look in reality? Is it so now, you know, OK, I'm going to need to do videos or I'm going to need to do some kind of coaching call. I want you to always almost map out what they get for their money. So you're almost like thinking about how the product comes together, how the service comes together. So if you are doing a group mastermind, it might be that uh, once a quarter they get an in-person event or once a quarter they get a solo call with you and then they get a group call every month. But I want you to start writing it down in step three. What is it they will actually get? Like you've already talked about the transformation, so we don't need to talk about that. What what does it come down to? So again. When I talked about the Academy, the transformation is obviously, you know, growing your business, learning more about marketing, not being overwhelmed. In terms of what you actually get, it's a private Facebook group. It's courses every single month. It's two coaching calls, two different lives, one live specifically on content creation, one live on me telling you social media updates and all this sort of thing. So that's what I want you to write down in number four. What is it that they will actually get 
when they sign up to your product or service. So once you've got all that down, you've got a fairly good idea or basis around whether there is something there. Because if you haven't been able to answer those questions, then the chances are it's probably not for you. But if you've been able to put something down in all of those steps, in those four steps, then the fair chance that there's something there for you. So now the final thing I want you to do, and I really don't want you to spend lots and lots of time on this because the compulsion to go crazy on this step is unbelievable, but I want you to do a bit of research. And the kind of research I want you to do is I want you to look who else is offering this thing, who else is offering the kind of product or service that you are offering. Now, don't get bogged down in this. Don't look at it and go, oh my God, every man and his dog is offering this. What have I got to offer? That is not the purpose of this. It's just the purpose to go, okay, what is it they're offering? How are they offering it? What are they charging for it? And I want you to really look at this from like a research piece, almost do yourself a spreadsheet, put in there, you know, what's included, what's the price, you know, how or what's their experience and these kind of things. But like I said, this isn't a comparison thing. You're not sat there going, well, actually, this amazing person's offering this, so no one's ever going to sign up to my stuff. Don't use it as that. So that's the first thing I would do. Who is doing this already or what sort of is out there in your area at this point? Then the next thing I would do is your four steps that you've done already. You've got a real outline in terms of what the transformation is, who it's for, how it's going to be and what's included. I want you to take that and I want you to pick, I don't know, between four to six people, ideally, who could be potential customers, who could be people that would buy this product or service. And I want you to say to them, please, may I put you on a Zoom call and can I record it and ask you a few questions about this? And I want you to tell them what it is you're thinking about and then ask them things like, what would you expect to pay for that? Would you find that helpful? Is that the way you would like to learn? Is there something else I may be missing from here? What would you want to see included in this? And have those conversations with those people because, you know, I even I still learn stuff all the time. There's something I've been learning about the academy that's now made me think of a next program or a different thing because it wasn't something I thought about from day one. And I realized that there are different people who want something slightly different. So these kind of conversations are important all the way along the line. But like I said, I want you to have it on something like Zoom and I want you to ask them if you can record it because having that is going to be so, so vital. The other thing I want to say with kind of a bit of a caveat again is don't take one person's word for it. So if you get one person going, I think it's a terrible idea. And no, that's not how I work. And no, I don't think that's the case. I don't want you to sit there and think, oh, I'm just going to not do it because they think it's a stupid idea. I want you to that's why I want you to ask a few different people. If they're all saying, no, I think this is right. Either you're asking the wrong people because they're not your customer or you need to tweak what you've got. But it will certainly give you some questions and and some kind of answers around what you've written down already. And those are the steps I would do before anything else, before you look at a system, before you start creating your content, before you start working out your funnel and working out your launch and what webinar are you going to do? Because honestly, there's a lot of work involved in this. This is not a get rich quick. I just want to say that right off. And I probably should have said that 
right at the very beginning. But this isn't a get rich quick and it takes work. And I'm not saying to put you off because I really don't want to put you off. It is amazing. But I'm saying it to be realistic with you so you know that this is not a two minute thing. And then suddenly you can put your feet up and the money keeps rolling in. If only. So, like I said, those are the questions I'd ask myself. Those are the things I'd be jotting down. I would do that research, but limit yourself. Like I said, four to six people, maybe four to six, not 46, uh, four to six people uh, research. Give yourself maybe two hours to research this in terms of what else is out there and then stop yourself. Don't compare yourself. Don't think because someone else has done it and it's amazing. Yours isn't going to work. Just go out there and see all these things I'm thinking about is, does it sound like it's actually a possibility? So those are my five steps for you to get started. If you're thinking about starting an online business or service or product, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear if you are thinking about it, please do come and let me know. And also, if you have got past this stage and you're at a point where you're thinking, right, I'm ready to like take it out to the world, do go and check out the launch checklist that I've put together. Go to TeresaHeathWaring.com forward slash launch. And I literally go through step by step by step in terms of how to get a product out there, product or service online out there. Okay, thank you so much, guys. It's just a short and sweet one today, but hopefully that has given you a good start. I will see you next week. And as always, I appreciate you so, so very much. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I would love it so very much if you were happy enough to head over to iTunes and give me a review. 